moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people. Hi, this is Asa Nilsson, and you're listening to More Moss to the People, where each week we're going to be talking about slowing down, even hurling ourselves off of the Ferris wheel of the production-first mentality and choosing to live a courageous life based on our own needs first and daring to be different in a world where sameness is encouraged more highly than living a life of authenticity. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to More Moss to the People. This is Asa Nilsson. I am your host. Today, I am being joined by Sinead Fine in Israel. I'm a kibbutz in Israel of all places. How beautiful. You know, uh, Sinead, I told you that this is a place for conversations with cool people that are doing wonderful things in the world. People opting out maybe of being in the, in the queue of sameness as everybody else. And you are a dear friend of mine, and I think you are so interesting and such a beautiful person. Aww. And I want to share you with the world. I want to share you, you with whoever is listening today. And I want to give you the mic for a minute here and just give us an introduction of who are you? Tell us who you are. Okay. So my name is Sinead Fine. I'm an Irish woman living in Israel in the desert in a kibbutz. Not what I expected when I was growing up. And I work online in a business where I teach women uh, how to read the tarot cards, but from a symbolic archetypal point of view as a form of self-development and a way to uh, expand their awareness of themselves. I also teach, I've got e-courses and I also do astro charts. And I've got two boys and a hairy husband. I like to call (laughs) my hairy husband. And uh, yeah, that's me. Now I met you. Uh, let's see, several years back. Was it 2020? Okay. Yeah. Um, in a, we had both taken an online business course through yes. Marie Forleo. Yeah. Called B School, and I saw you. I saw your photograph, and the moment I saw your photograph, I don't know what it was, but I felt I know her. Yeah, I know her. Why do I know her? Have I seen her before? There was something in my heart that like immediately like pulled me to your picture, and I'm like, click, click, click. Hi, you want to be my friend? And I <laughs> want to be my friend. Yes, yes. Yeah. I reached out to you, and I said, "Welcome to the group." And and uh, then I started, I think, a private conversation with you. And you are from Ireland, originally from Ireland, and. Um, I, I love that. And I loved your, your story of saying how you had a hairy husband that immediately made me laugh. I was like, okay, that must be something pretty special. He must be pretty special too. <laughs> and so then, 
fetish. That's good. Listen, at least you know what your fetish is. So, <laughs> so you have a group called Tarot for Women that I then became a member of that group because I've always had this passion for tarot, for reading tarot cards. And I mean, total novice, you know, have a couple of glasses of wine with my friends and we get the book out and I'm reading the explanation for every single card. And, uh, and so little by little, you and I just have gotten to know one another. And over these years, you have started to integrate more into into your business than than just tarot, but um, this is something that I think is so fascinating, and I want to talk with you about it because I think it's uh, something that the world could really um, benefit from understanding what how this even works. So I'm just going to explain. Today we're going to talk about astrology and birth charts. Mm-hmm. And uh, when did you start to? Let's let's go back. Let's let's go back. When did you start getting interested or find that you had an interest in any of this in tarot or astrology? Wow. Okay. You have to go back to about the age of four. Okay. <laughs> four, four or five. Okay. You're always interested in mysticism. And if anybody comes from the UK and they were born in the 70s, there was two magazines, the Mandy and the Bunty. And the Bunty <laughs> was the horses and the makeup and the girly stuff. Okay. And the, and the Mandy was more the mystical, ghosty, you know, witchy stuff. And I got the Mandy and all the girls in my estate got the Bunty. <laughs> so I already felt like a bit different. And I was always attracted to it. Like now I know because I look at my birth chart and I go, well, of course. Mm-hmm. But I was always interested. And then in my teenage years, my grandmother, who's a real character, she would say, pull out those playing cards and we'll play with them. You know, the cards you use for for like poker or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'd start to predict things for fun. And we'd be all sitting around. My grandmother would have what's called a hooli, where there'd be music and the baron and the fiddle, and we would all be playing. And I'd be pulling the cards and I'd be predicting things. And I did it as fun. But then some of the <laughs> things came through and the family all said, oh, she's got the gift. She's, you know? got, the she's gift. got the gift. She's in the family. She's got the gift. And then they were flooding me, you know, and then I found out, wow, there's a thing called tarot cards. And I lived in, in a little village in Ireland. So like a small town, not a village, a small town. There's no tarot cards there. There was no tarot cards in the nearest big town. And then I was working for a summer in Holland and I had a day off and I was walking in Leiden. I was walking down the street and a little voice, I call it my little, uh, my little intu- intuitive woman. She said, go, in, go into that bookstore. So I went in and there on the bookshelf was one tarot deck. And it was the ex- I had the exact amount of money in my wallet that cost the deck, like what the deck cost. So, of course, I bought it. And then I went back to the campsite where I was and I started reading for people. And I was terrible because I would read the book. I would look right. at the cards and right. read the book. And so I was terrible. And so I put it away. And then there's a whole story of how I got into it. But basically, I started reading tarot professionally in 1997. Okay. So a long time ago. That's when your mobile phones were like bricks. Yeah. Nobody really had an email address. Like the big box that you had in the car. Nobody really had an email address. You know, Uh we still like wrote messages and said, I'll meet you at two o'clock at this place. And then you (laughs) hopefully show up. Yeah, right. Um, And and that's how it developed. And the thing about tarot is there's so many systems Mm -hmm. inside of tarot. You've got symbolism, alchemy, Kabbalah. You've also got astrology. Mm -hmm. So the minute I started using the tarot cards, I was also like organically learning astrology 
And I didn't actually, to be honest, everyone, I didn't believe in it. Okay. Yeah. I was like, ah, it's a bit too wacky. Even though you like, didn't believe in astrology. No. Like, even though I'm a tarot reader, I'm very practical. You've got a problem. Yeah. Let's look at it. Let's, let's give you some tips and tools. Mm-hmm. And so what astrology was like, come on, one twelfth of the planet is all the same, Scorpio. I didn't understand the, the bigger picture of astrology. Right. But in tarot, every card is ruled by a car, by a by an astrological sign or a planet. Mm-hmm. And there's an element and there's these things called cardinal mutable fix. All of this stuff is inside tarot. So I was learning astrology very early on. But I was kind of like, you know, a woman would come and say, oh, I met this Scorpio guy. And I go, well, you're a Taurus and that's a good match because I, I knew it from the cards. Uh-huh. Okay. And then in 2020, I met you, but I also met a beautiful woman called Beth Lenko from the same course. Okay. And she's in Canada and we just connected that thing of connection again. And she was doing birth charts. And I said, wow, I've never had it done. And I've never really kind of believed her. And she says, oh, wow, I've got to read your chart for you. And she hooked me when she said, well, Sinead, of course you're doing this work because your son is in the third house, the house of the goddess. And I went, that's it. I'm hooked. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Sign me up. I'm hooked. You hooked me in. And she she sent me a picture of the chart. And I went, oh, my God, that's so complicated. And I was like, there's no way I'll ever learn that. It's just way Mm -hmm. too complicated. But then I was curious and I printed out my husband's chart and my two boys charts and I sat and I looked at it and I didn't know how to read a chart, but I knew the symbols and I knew the zodiac signs and I knew the symbols for the planets and I knew the energies and the stories of them from the tarot. And then suddenly, like something 3D, it just the story came out of the chart. Love that. And I was like, I know how to read it. I don't know how I know, but I know. And I think it was based on the reading for thousands of people and and using astrology in the cards every day, I suddenly knew how to do it. Of course, Mm. I had no confidence. So I said, I'll read for all my friends for free. Right. And I'll practice. And then I'll read for your friend's friend. And then I realized I can do this. I enjoy it. And people are coming back and saying, wow, it's changed my life. It's given me permission to be me. I'm one of them. Yeah. It's given me permission to be me. It's given me the awareness of what my challenges in life are, where I don't need to beat myself up about them. I can be aware of them and I can choose to think differently or to choose a different option and not have that reaction that we have issues, Hmm. but also showing people their superpowers like, oh, my God, I always knew I was good at this, but I didn't really know. Hmm. Like, for example, when I was a little kid, I had 24 teddy bears. They all had names. They all had different characters. (laughs) And my favorite game was to line them up in a classroom and teach them. And I would do that for hours with my ladybird books and my magazines and teach them maths and reading and history and geography. It was my favorite thing. I was a teacher when I was Mm -hmm. four or five. Mm -hmm. Now, unfortunately, my career guidance teacher had no clue how to direct me. (laughs) And she thought, you know, nursing or, you know, this. And so I didn't realize that I was a natural teacher. And it was only when I started talking to people about tarot and building my online course and teaching workshops, I went, I love teaching and I think I'm fairly good at it. Yeah, you're excellent. And then when I got my birth chart, I went, oh, God, it's there. It's already written. And then I thought, why don't they do that in schools? I know that it seems fringe to many people. But if you got your birth chart read when you were 16, it actually could be a really powerful guidance tool. 
Well, you know? the the thing that I think is I talk to people about birth charts and and we'll get into more of like maybe even like what what uh, how it's even possible that this works. But what you have to know what what I thought was interesting that you have to know the time of birth, your actual yeah. time of birth, and a lot of people do not know that. Say for example, somebody that might be adopted. They or they don't have access to uh, birth certificates, or they don't have that access. What can they do if they only have the the date of birth and the still, place? You can, yeah, you can still have a birth chart, but what happens is when you get the time, then you know what your ascendant is. It's an aspect in the chart because it's like the moment that you're born, you go outside, you take a photograph of the sky, and whatever zodiac sign was on the horizon, that's your ascendant, and then that tells you where the houses are there's 12 houses in a mm. birth chart each house represents something and so it kind of sets the tone for the whole chart okay if you don't know the time then you would know that you're a mars and sagittarius but if you have the time then you know that you're a mars and sagittarius in the sixth house and that that's how mars your energy your drive your passion will come out in the sixth house which is work which is everyday uh -huh. routine then you can start to go to a deeper layer, but you can definitely read people's charts without the time, okay. but it gets even more precise when you have the time. Okay, because yeah. it's, um, you know, it's sad if you can't have access to that, but if you can yeah. get some information, it's certainly, um, it's better than nothing. Um, so how then, if a person is, like, if, if you ever were to go to, I've gone to astro.com, Yes. And I put in my birth information and yes. the place that I was born, my name, um, I think. Mm -hmm. And then this thing pops up and it's, chart. yeah, a chart. And I don't know if it's possible. I don't know how to do this so well, but maybe I could just show um, my, hold on. Let me see if I could do this. I don't know if I could do this. Hold on. Um, uh, to show your birth chart? Yeah, just like super quickly. <clears throat> I don't know how to do this. No, forget it. I don't even know how. I'm going to screw the whole thing up. I was going to see if I could show my birth chart because when you look at it, just like immediately, you're like, what in the world does all this even yeah, mean? Yeah, it's like, it's it's a language. You know? Yes. It's like a language. Like, you know, I had to learn Hebrew when I came to Israel. It's a language that you learn based on symbolisms and energies and, mm. you know, like, a lot of people look at it and go, I don't want to learn it. I want someone else to tell me what it means. Just yeah. like, you yes. know, I don't want to learn human design. To me, it looks way too complicated and yeah. it probably yeah. is and isn't. Mm. Mm. I'll go to someone else to, to read the chart for me. Yeah. Yes. It's a, it's a language, you know, and, and what it does is it shows the energies of the cosmos the moment that you were born. Mm. And how does astrology work? There's loads of the theories, but mm. the bottom line is, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Yeah. It just works. Yeah. It blows me away every time. Like, you know, I can I can pick up a birth, I can pick up a birth chart and I know that I'm reading for someone. I don't know them at all. It was a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend or mm. someone found me on the internet. And I can look and go, wow, this person is a nurse. I just feel it. They're here to serve. They want to help, you know. I just get that sense. And then when mm. I go to the chart and I talk with them, they are. Mm. How do I know that? It's like sometimes so clear not mm. always but sometimes it's so clear it's mm. so clear what a person's supposed to do yeah or you know it may be that they're to serve it may not be nursing it may be a different way right maybe they're here to be of service maybe they're here to um speak out maybe they're here to 
be a mom. That's their thing in this lifetime is to be yeah. a mom. Yeah. You know? Well, I think that yeah. also that people, when we sit and you know, the, the one of the premises behind this entire movement is that we don't have to be like everybody else. We do yeah. not. It's we are here to be our individual selves and to actually create what we came here to do. And each person has an individual purpose, has an individual meaning. And we, there's yeah. no such thing as mistakes. And it's like, when you see a birth chart, your own birth chart, no one else has your birth chart. It's like, it's like a thumbprint. It's your thumbprint the moment that you were born. Yeah. And it's like, it is your what I found interesting because I've always felt like this like dichotomy inside of me in many ways because I'm a sun sign. So I'm a crab, I'm a cancer. And that's what my sun sign is. And then my moon is um, Sagittarius. Mm. And then my ascending is Libra, which mm. the sun sign, me being the crab and being lovey, 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 and like, you know, wanting to take care of everybody. And then the Sagittarius is like, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be yes. I want to adventure. I want to go. I want to go. I want to have fun. And don't you dare do that. And the people being mean to each other. And like I don't like violence. And I don't like any of that. And yeah, uh, it's it 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 almost like gave me this vision of myself. Like I thought there was something wrong with me. (laughs) I I I didn't. I I couldn't understand myself. I'm like, why am I this way? And then in a second, I can be this way. And then I want the world to see me this way. It's like, well, you know, that that reminds me of when when I got the birth chart and and Beth read it for me, because up until that time, I used to feel like I can't possibly be these very radically different aspects inside. Like, yeah, I love motorbikes. I love (laughs) fast cars. I love ACDC and rock. (laughs) So I would drive to give someone a Reiki session when I live in Australia, listening to hard rock and drinking Coke. And then I park the car, I go out and I'd be Zen and I give a Reiki session. (laughs) And inside I'm going, that's not okay. That's not normal. Right, you, right. Can't, you can't be those two different parts. Right. And then I'd be very scientific and I'd read the Lancet Journal and you have to prove to me that this thing is correct with that double blind placebo trial. And then I pull my tarot cards out of my bag. Yes. You know? <laughs> and I was like, I am this and that. Yeah, obviously I've got some personality disorder. <laughs> and then when I looked at my chart, I went, of course you can have all of these different aspects and the whole thing is about accepting it and learning to work with it and then learning to get this person who loves Metallica to (laughs) sit in the room with the woman that gives Reiki and to have a conversation and become friends and not Mm. have a conflict with each other and and you know that's what I love about the birth chart Mm. because I see each one as a as a kind of like an archetype and they're all flowing inside of us and working on us Mm. and if we can use the chart to work towards the best of us mm. and not towards the part that could destroy us. Mm. How liberating is that? You know, so it's that's what liberating. I love about it. That's what I love about the birth chart. Permission yeah. to be ourselves mm. and then to lean into our superpowers and look at our challenges and say, that's a challenge and I'm going to work with it, but I am, n- I am not going to identify with that part that could destroy me. You know, mm. I can mm. see it, witness it and learn to work with it. Mm. but I find I find astrology just incredible like I'm a total nerd now in astrology I'm eating it sleeping it drinking it you know yeah and obviously I'm still doing my tarot I love my tarot yeah and you're teaching yeah it's even brought my tarot readings to an even deeper level as well Yeah. yeah well because it's integrating all the different pieces and that's you know when we when we get so 
kind of like what we were talking about before we hit the record button, like where we, where we always want to know the how, like, yes. okay, well, this is what I want to create in my life, but okay, well, how am I going to do it? How's it going to happen? How do I need, how do I, how do I, like, no, 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 no. We, we have to release, we have to surrender, right? And yeah. to, to trust that maybe we don't know everything. Maybe we don't, we don't understand astrology. We don't understand how these things work. But when we keep testing it, because I'm the same way, I keep testing. I'm like, well, maybe it's not going to work today. And so I'll pull a card today. I'll be like, hee, then I look at it at the end of the day. I'm like, oh my God, of course, it, of course it's true. Of course it's right. Um, and the, the, the things that we can allow ourselves to even open up our minds to accept, which, yeah. you know, I grew up, like I grew up, excuse me. And where you think, okay, well, what's my, what's my, um, what is a, like the thing in the newspaper that you read? Like, okay, well, I'm a cancer. What's going to happen to me this week? You know, that's like what I grew up thinking astrology was. And yeah. um, I've learned that astrology was the first science. Yes. The, the original science is astrology and that this has, this is not something that is brand new. It's just like no, a bunch of voodoo people no, talking about stone, stone circles. It's based on astrology. It's based on the movements of the planets mm. and the sun and the moon and the whole thing. Yes. Like you, you have these ancient peoples and they were, it was their way to find a way to measure time, you know, mm. time seasons, when to plant the crop, when to get ready for the cold winter. Like, it, you know, it's uh like they say, and I could be wrong, but they say that when the star Sirius came to a certain place in the sky, the Egyptians knew in ancient Egypt, aha, mm -hmm. the Nile's about to flood. And so if the mm -hmm. Nile's about to flood, we need to prepare for it because yeah. the stars just appeared in that part of the sky. Right. Like it was a guide. It was a time measurement. It was a whole science to it. Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah it's ancient. Astrology yes. is ancient. Yes. Yeah. And uh, there must be something to it. <laughs> maybe there's something to it you know um, i could go down the road of you know quantum physics or i could go down the road of the Jungian theory about collective unconscious and that you know we're tapping into the information that was is ever will be yeah archetypes as a form of energy like you know but the bottom line is i don't know anymore, but yeah. yeah yeah right i mean we can we can read we can study um i think that Right. I, I often say when I drop from my head to my heart, right, when I feel in versus having to think in all the time, when I feel in, I get so many more answers. I get so much more clarity. And I think that when um, doing this kind of uh, a birth chart for yourself, if you choose to do it yourself, you good luck trying to figure out how to read it. You need help. You, you, I'm, this is exactly where Sinead comes in, uh, because you you do offer these birth chart readings. and. I mean, you have to prepare. There's a lot of time that goes into yeah. looking at this to kind of before you meet the person and then to be able to explain it to the person that is going to be so clear. And I, I would highly recommend that. I think every human being, if you have the, the will and the want to understand yourself better, right? The whole not self-development, but the, um, the point of self-realization to realize self, self, us. Yeah. yeah. To get it's almost like a little nod from the universe saying take a minute and invest in yourself and get this information because the clarity that you can receive um, to kind of help write you in your path to be yeah. understanding that you are exactly where you need to be right now and then to see yourself from this observer position of oh my gosh it was always supposed to be this way yeah, that to me was so beautiful. 
and to to give myself almost like this this hug to say you're all right you know this is exactly how i was made to be in this moment so that i can see in my future what is coming for myself and my past all my past right about what has built me up to be who i am today um so that i can have conversations like this on a computer yeah. with my friend in israel who is irish and people in america are listening to it i mean this is fascinating this is fascinating yeah. stuff and my chart tells me this is what i was going to be doing mm -hmm. i didn't know that how did <laughs> i didn't know that i didn't know that but sinead helped me sinead helped me so I would uh, I would recommend to anyone if they are interested in finding out more about doing something like this for themselves to they can look it up themselves. They can do research, Google it, which I would recommend anybody, you know, figure this stuff out for yourself if it's something that you want. But uh, get help from somebody who knows what they're talking about. And even though, you know, you say, oh, I just started getting interested in 2020. <laughs> you have been doing this since you were four. Right. This lifetime you have been making way for yourself to come to this point again so that you can help other people so that you can teach others about mm -hmm. themselves yeah right because when yeah, we start yeah. with us when we take care of ourselves first we have to take care of ourselves first whole premise of this whole movement when we take care of ourselves first and understand who we are and come out in our most beautiful beautiful ways then the world grows then we get better as a collective and uh, exactly. astrology, tarot, um, the understanding your your birth chart, um, doing, going within and meeting cool people like yourself. I mean, I consider myself to be supremely lucky to have met you. And Aww. aside from the fact of your beautiful gifts, I think that you're a wonderful human being and you're kind and you're gentle and you're an excellent teacher. And I love how pragmatic you are. Like you're, you're woo, 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 woo. <laughs> And still very, <laughs> tell me why, tell me why, tell me what's, what do I need to know? Let me understand. I mean, you have so many, um, cool backgrounds too. I mean, you've done so much work, shamanic work. I mean, yeah. you have, uh, <laughs> talk a little bit about that, but under, I mean, if you want to, uh, I, trained in a, like what we call a coven, which is kind of like learning about magic. I did that mm. for three years and then I did a shamanic apprenticeship which was hardcore. It was, yeah. you know, because I had to go in and face myself and I didn't mm -hmm. really like what I saw. Mm -hmm. I, I've, I went down the road and, and I, you know, all the time I was doing tarot, all the time paying for all this stuff, all these courses or whatever. But um, then I went and I did a degree in natural medicine in focusing on homeopathy. I did Reiki, I did massage, reflexology, flower essences. I did mm -hmm. loads of stuff I'm, because I know now from my chart, I love learning. Mm -hmm. And I just love collecting information and having experiences with the information I get. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've had, I've had lots of experiences. I've gathered a lot of, you know, a lot of information about different things. Like I went down the road of family constellation. I took part in 20 oh, cool. family constellations in Australia for other people. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've, I've done a lot. I've done loads of rebirthing sessions. Mm -hmm. You know, I've dabbled what does that in mean? Wait, wait, What's a rebirthing session? Rebirthing is kind of based on holotrophic breath work, and it's where you you do specific breath techniques, mm. and it can bring you back to your primal memories in your body. Ooh. Okay, so it often brings you back to your birth, or it brings you back to a trauma where it's stored in your body, and then you're releasing it. Okay. So Stanislav Grof, 
kind of started working with that because he was doing research in LSD and then he was it was stopped in America and then he found that breath could help him access these places. So yeah, I, I've done loads of stuff and I kind of bring all of that background experience into when mm-hmm. I'm working with someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the more I know, the less mm-hmm. I feel I know. You know, it's like, <laughs> I know like, what you mean. <laughs> and then I, I'm kind of lying in bed with my scribed app on my phone going, okay, I've got 500 books on my list. <laughs> when am I going to get the time to read them all? I just love learning, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do too. I love it. I, and I didn't, um, interestingly enough, I wasn't really loving learning when I was in university. I couldn't wait to get out. I couldn't wait okay. to get out of university. But also it was because it wasn't interesting. It yeah. wasn't interesting to me. The only thing I liked was meeting nice new people. I yeah. liked having the relationship, the community. That was something that was interesting. And uh, now today I, I can get, I can talk about this all day long. I love, yeah. I love this conversation. And uh, I, I thought that I was not alone, but I thought that, oh, well, maybe not that many people that interested. There's a lot of interest in oh understanding. Like you would not believe astrology, numerology, yeah. all of it. Yeah. Like that's it. It's like when I example, when I worked in Australia, I worked in a place called Spellbox. So I would just rock up and then the, the shop actually booked the clients and they would come in. I read for gynecologists, doctors, politicians, journalists, mechanics, mm-hmm. uh, IT programmers. You would not think would even look right. at the desk. And they would come in and they were a hundred percent there and they they were like they were present. You know, it it, it's the curiosity of the soul Mm. goes way beyond the 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 mask of the job or the occupation that we have or Mm. oh yeah. You know, we most people on the planet have a deep yearning for mystery. Mm -hmm. That's why we go down the road of religions or spiritual paths, because we want to be connected to something more than ourselves. When someone sits in front of a tarot card spread. They're, they're touching that mystery, you know, or they get their birth chart read, read and they're like, how could it possibly work? It's the mystery. Mm. It's, the, it's that mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the yeah. beautiful, the storytelling too, right? The, the, the sitting around and having the story of my story. This is my story. And the tarot, having tarot cards read for you, this is for you. If yes. you request a tarot reading of a, a person that hopefully knows what they're doing, um, then this is a story only for you. It is not about the reader. It is come from them to you so that you can understand yourself in this moment or for your question or whatever uh, at the moment. But this, you know, tarot, I think is also interesting because when I took your course and how you said this is something that you would need to know, like within like up to like the next six months, not 12 months out, that's getting too fuzzy. But your your birth chart, this is your life. This is yes. your entire life as you were, came into this world at this moment in this time. This is your chart. Now, tarot is just a moment in moment yes. in time. Uh, but yeah. the, the birth chart is for your entire yeah. life. I think and, that's and what, what I would say is that do I believe in predicting the future? Mm-hmm. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Because I believe we're not meant to know. That's mm-hmm. why we don't know. That's right. And we have the power of free will and free choice. But because we are predictable people and we tend to think the same thoughts and meet the same people and do the same things, mm-hmm. we are predictable to a certain extent. So when someone comes and said, I've had terrible relationships, what's my chances this year of meeting my soulmate? 
And then you pull the cards and go, likely and me, another one of those people. And <laughs> then, then that's, where can, that's where you right. can stand back and go, I'm going to change my future. I'm going to make mm. conscious decisions today. And then the cards will no longer reflect the future because I have chosen to change. That's right. So can we predict the future? Yes and no. Mm. We can predict it because we're predictable, right. but also we have the ability to change it. No. Right. So, you know, if you want me to predict the winning lotto numbers, sorry, yeah. can't do that. <laughs> no. Maybe go to someone else. <laughs> yeah. So, there's somebody else on TV that can do that for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think that's super important that people understand that the future isn't written yet. No. Our future has not been created because we haven't lived it yet. So we that's do true. have the power to change our own actions, our own choices, our own beliefs. That is possible. Yeah. And, uh, and if, if you are, to anybody that might be listening, if you are doing things in your life that maybe aren't really in your highest and best or aren't suiting you and you're not feeling good or you're not happy, um, there's, there are people that can help you. And, and I'm yeah. talking like now therapists, I'm talking counselors, yeah, I'm talking yeah, yeah, yeah. coaches, I'm talking, yeah, yeah. you know, all, all of that. But, you know, looking for quick answers. Yeah, um, like you can't, for, exactly. You can't change your future until you've healed your past. Right. And I don't mean healed, fixed, done. There's no such thing. Mm -hmm. But if you have a pattern that keeps repeating, <laughs> it cannot be changed just by changing your thinking for a few hours. No. You've got to go back to the source. And, you, and that's where therapy comes in. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. everybody on the planet should have now and again a bit of therapy, mm -hmm. self, self understanding. Yeah. And then the more you understand yourself, the more that you can create the future that you want. Mm -hmm. And then the tarot just becomes a tool to help you go ah okay that was a wrong decision or that's why I reacted that way and I can choose differently now mm -hmm. and so I see it more as a present tool of empowerment rather than tell me if I'm going to meet my soulmate in six right. months right well who knows what's going to happen in six months no well, right yeah. anything could happen today exactly. that's why my motto this year is stay in the day stay in the now Beautiful. yeah, yeah. yeah. it yeah. makes uh because then it puts the accountability and the the mirror very close, yeah. right? Like stop looking at everybody else and what they're doing. Look at yourself. How are you taking care of yourself? How are you serving the world? How are you showing up in the world? And, and I, like I said, I pull a tarot card every single day. Here's my day. Knight of swords. Yes. I got the <laughs> knight of swords. I'll show, I'll show whoever's looking. That's for, look at that action card. So yeah, when I saw that, I said, okay, you're going to have to, we're going to have to make sure that we uh, finish the recording in time. I know. The Knight of Swords could talk forever. <laughs> I know. And I just realized I didn't hit the, the timer. <laughs> Oops. I'm, I missed it again. All right. Hold on a second. That's all right. I'm going to do something really quickly. I'm going to see if I could do this right. Hold on. No. How do I do that? How do you take a picture of the screen? There we go. Okay. Let me try this again. I'm learning new things all the time. Hold on. Ready? Smile. <laughs> you and I with the technology. This is a mess. I love it. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Do you have anything else? Any last minute thoughts, ideas, questions for me or for the world? Wow. <laughs> okay. Any last minute questions for the world? <laughs> live your life. God, night. Mm. Yeah, live your life. You've only got one life as you. Make mm -hmm. the most and the best of it that you can. And if you feel you've got trauma, go find someone to help you with it. Yeah. Don't be a victim of your past. And, you know, there's yeah. we all have trauma to a certain extent. Yeah. Learn to use it as a tool for uh, rebirth. Right. And, and get your chart read. 
I mean, but can you, I, let me, that was super kind. Um, isn't it also, can you see trauma in the chart? Yeah. You can see that. Yeah. You can see that. Yeah. That's, uh, that's fascinating and interesting because then it also gives, uh, it, it shows you that that maybe was supposed to happen this life, but up to this point, you go down the whole rabbit hole of the soul chooses the body and the experience before it comes, who knows if that's right. real or not. You know, I, I tend to buy that from my experience, too. but too. in a birth chart, you've got the North and South node, which is about past lives and why you're here and why your soul mm. here. Mm. You've got the fourth house, which is your family, your ancestry, where you've come mm. from, the stories that you've come from. You've got certain planets that are constrictive and hard on us and other planets which are very expansive and could be too expansive so yeah you can see it on the chart you can see mm. the potential of what could happen you know mm. yeah and just because your chart might be quite heavy does not mean that you can't have a great life because mm. a lot of a lot of well-known people had challenging charts and they overcame them yeah and developed so yeah it's a blueprint mm -hmm. but it's not a uh, written in stone it's right. something that you evolve with yeah. yeah yeah getting more knowledge getting more knowledge every day mm. <laughs> all right well i appreciate your time today thank you for being here thank with you. me i definitely definitely want you to come back we can learn more and um maybe even one day we can do maybe we can even like look at a birth chart one day sure. and like give some examples of what it is we're looking at or something i don't know how to do that because i can't even figure out how to do, share the screen so <laughs> <laughs> we can practice we can practice this uh-huh all right thank you Sinead thank you for your time today thank you and um, we will attach all of Sinead's information in the show notes her website and her social media channels so you can join her um on Facebook and Instagram do you have a YouTube page I do but I haven't put any videos up yet yeah I'm just learning how to do that too My yeah gosh. it's on the list <laughs> it's on the list yeah, later, 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 <laughs> later. Yeah, there's enough going on. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for today. Thank you. I appreciate thank it. You. I appreciate you and your work. Take care. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of More Moths to the People. I am Asa Nilsson. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast, share it with a friend. I want to say thank you to Kamel Asli for his help with the production of this podcast without him. This would not even be in your ears today. I can assure you of that. And let me let me say a little something about my friend, Gregory Paul Donaldson, may he rest in peace, who would always leave me with this quote. He would say, in the meantime and between time, whatever you do, do it well, and then pass it on. Peace and most importantly, joy. I want to leave you with that as well. I'll see you on the flip side, my friend. Take care.